Welcome to Brad Kyle's Brad's Motor Works podcast. We'll be talking about some things about BMW, some things of cars in general, and some things about car repair. I hope you find it educational, enlightening, and I hope it increases your understanding of your car. And maybe along the way we'll have some fun too. Thank you for listening, and here we go. Episode number 121. As personal transportation becomes increasingly electrified, what is the future of lubricants? You know, well, who cares? <laughs> uh, it's going to get interesting. So I, this is an article I'm going to read from. Again, this is from uh, Motor Magazine, which is a trade magazine that I get uh, uh, to my shop. And this particular one, the author is Jay Sicht. So I want to give him credit. Uh, quick commercial, as per kind of usual here. Um, be appreciated if you would be willing to subscribe to the podcast to help support it. And if you do that, you will get some availability of some uh, extra podcasts that I did that if you apply the information and the knowledge that I put out on those particular subjects, there's no doubt in my mind you could save yourself thousands, if not tens of thousands of dollars over your car ownership life and uh, also help to uh, reduce or avoid some frustration that might go along with that. So. If you Google Brad Kyle's MotorWorks podcast and you go to the main uh, page on that, which is through Podbean, uh, that's the main distributor of the podcast, and you come up on my homepage, upper right-hand corner, you see a little uh, uh, icon there for become a patron. Click on that. It'll take you to a subscription page. I'm asking for $5 a month. You can give more. You can give less. It's up to you. You can make it where it's a continual subscription or uh, subscribe one time or something and, and download a bunch of podcasts that, again, will definitely save you money. So I appreciate you if you go ahead and do that. So let's get started. Um, again, as personal transportation becomes increasingly electrified, what is the future of lubricants? As the long-term outlook for, outlook for transportation appears to be increasing electrification, how will that impact the lubricant industry? For battery electric vehicles, it's logical that there will be a lower demand for motor engine oil. But how will that affect the formulations of future motor oil, transmission fluid, and gear oils? At the Independent Lubricant Manufacturers Association 2020 Virtual Annual Meeting, Joan Evans, Infinium Industry Liaison Manager for the Americas, presented on the topic, An Electrifying Market, Infinium International Limited is a joint venture between the additive product lines of ExxonMobil Chemical Company and Royal Dutch Shell Chemicals. As Evans noted in the highlight of her presentation, as large corporations, including Amazon, Uber, and Walmart, set sustainability goals, which often includes electrification targets, OEMs can be expected to pivot their production according to EVs. OEMs continue to innovate internal combustion engine technology, she noted, and the ICE, which is, stands for Internal Combustion Engine, platform looks set to be with us for several decades to come. However, as ICE vehicle sales slow, not only will sales volume of engine oil drop, but changes in ICE hardware are also expected to decrease, which means only limited revisions to lubricant specifications are likely. Although new lubricants will continue to be in Boy, let's start over. Although new lubricants will continue to be introduced that enable more efficient operation or reduce emissions, which of course contribute to a lower environmental impact, the life cycle assessment or LCA methodology 
currently being studied by various work groups in the lubricant industry is the true measurement of sustainability, she said. LCA considers a product life cycle contributions of a product to the environment by including the impacts it may have on human health, ecosystems, carbon footprint, water footprint, and natural resources across its whole life cycle. This includes, but is not limited to, raw materials, manufacturing processes, and distribution processes used for lubricants. How newer EV designs will shape lubricant characteristics? It is in its most basic form, the electrification term can be applied to 12-volt start-stop vehicles. That is, but as electrification becomes more intensive, so does those vehicle fluid needs. BEVs, which means battery electric vehicles, and plug-in hybrid vehicles, which is also uh, noted by PHEV, incorporates large motor generators in the transmission case in which the fluids are in contact with the motor and power electronics. This means that transmission fluids need careful formulation to ensure they deliver sufficient lubrication to the transmission while also providing new E-specific attributes, including materials compatibility, electrical properties, and heat transfer, Evans said. Higher voltages and motor temperatures require oil cooling. For additional perspective on how and why these lubricants may be evolving to meet future EV needs, Motor reached Bob Salguera, Infinium Specialties Business Market Manager for North America. As the industry moves to higher voltage electric motors to improve their range, power, and efficiency, he said this will result in higher motor temperatures. So a lubricant's electrical properties are becoming increasingly important. Direct contact cooling is an efficient way to dissipate this heat, but this approach places the transmission fluid in contact with the e-motor and electronics, Salguera said. This drives the need for fluids with a higher volume resisti resistivity, which means avoiding fast electron transfer. Higher volume resi resistivity improves insulation to prevent short-circuiting or current leakage. Additives can play a large role in the electrochemical reactions that are taking place in these energized systems, and so they must be carefully balanced with other more traditional transmission performance metrics. Currently, many EV transmissions and gearboxes use the same lubricants shared with their ICE relatives, such as whichever automatic transmission fluid or gear lubricant is specified by the OEM. For oil-cooled hybrid and battery EV applications in which the motor is housed within the transmission, the fluid must ma maintain good compatibility with copper and other materials as it is in contact with the e-motor. The fluid requirements for hybrid vehicles will depend on the drivetrain arch architecture and the relative position of the electric motor, Salguera said. If the e-motor is separated from the transmission fluid, then current transmission fluids may suffice. Also, a hybrid architecture that contains clutch packs would still require tailored frictional properties from the fluid. A late model Chevrolet Volt drive unit is one example of a motor in contact with fluid. It incorporates two motors, three clutches, and a planetary gear set, and it uses common Dextron 6 automatic transmission fluid. But that may change soon, Salguera said. As of now, no OEMs have publicly released an e-fluid specification, he said, noting that as, as of press time, the SAE TC3 task force was expected in April to release guidelines it's been developing to improve e-fluid knowledge. 
These general guidelines provide some suggested tests to consider for gaining better understanding of e-fluids, materials, compatibility, thermal properties, and corrosion properties. While it's not a specification, it will be a publicly available reference. Meeting the challenge of providing desired antioxidation and other properties and lubrication while maintaining low electrical conductivity will require a balance of all aspects of the formulation, Salguera said, as it is for all current lubricants, which includes base stocks, additives, and viscosity modifiers. And while electrical properties are important, we should not forget about the added challenge of delivering the desired e-fluid performance and hardware protection in lower viscosity fluids, which is where next-generation hybrid and electric vehicle transmission designs are driving formulations with needs for e-motor cooling and improved efficiency. This is all pretty much a mouthful, isn't it? Okay, here we go. Are new industry specifications to come for e-fluids? But will these new e-fluids evolve with new specifications similar to how the American Petroleum Institute's latest gasoline uh, engine specification is SP? There are no broad overarching industry specifications for transmission fluids like there are for engine oil, Salguera pointed out. Fluids are tailored for their specific application. However, we would expect there will be new additives developed to meet the evolving needs of OEMs. While improving fuel economy was a key driver in the past, for battery electric vehicles, the driver will be extending range. Okay, so he's saying that's going to be the important part, is extending the range, the total driving range of the vehicle. The automotive service industry has grown accustomed to stocking multiple types of automatic transmission fluid, antifreeze, and motor oils, to name a few types of fluid, to meet OEM specifications of the variety of vehicles entering the service bay. Will e-fluids follow suit? The hybrid and EV vehicles on the road today are still largely recommending existing OEM specification fluids, Salgara said. However, as OEMs continue to evolve their designs to be more compact and with higher voltage, we anticipate direct contact coating will play a larger role in e-fluid requirements. Fluids which are enhanced for materials compatibility, heat transfer, and electrical properties will be recommended by OEMs. Well, that's it for that one. Again, just uh, kind of technical stuff, uh, kind of a quickie. But uh, again, this is all stuff that those of us that work on these cars, and for that matter, you as owners, uh, you may not be obviously having to have this knowledge directly or dealing with it, but uh, you will, will you, you'll be dealing with it in a roundabout way, if nothing else, through cost of repairs. Okay, uh, it, It's quite possible that some of these fluids, when they're initially are, are out there and released and in common use, uh, the initial cost of them could be quite uh, quite high, could be astronomical potentially. And then as they become more common and they've recovered their research and development costs and all of that, then the prices will probably come down. But, um, you know, you a lot of people don't really think about the fact that what you are saving in, you know, the price of gasoline and stuff like that as far as a normal uh, internal combustion engine type of automobile uh, you could very well be spending as much, if not more, maybe, on uh, some of these very exotic, specialized needs that the car may have. So it's not going to necessarily be a free lunch. Um, you know, time will tell. We'll see what happens. And obviously, technology is constantly changing, and the cost of it is constantly changing. So 
Um, you know, and, and again, right now their goal is 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 uh, extended driving range at the moment, anyway. So, I hope you found this one interesting and uh, kind of increased your knowledge and and maybe sparked some interest into uh, doing some further reading if you're so inclined. Um, but you know, just again, uh, this is not typically common knowledge that's necessarily out there. So I just wanted to uh, put this one out and and. Uh, Hopefully people that listen to it and, and find it interesting and you increase your knowledge of your car. So I appreciate your time. I appreciate you listening. Uh, again, check on that. Uh, if you want to become a subscriber to the podcast, I'd really appreciate it. It helps to uh, offset some of the cost of it and training and all the rest of it. So thank you for your time. I hope you have a great day and a fantastic tomorrow. Thank you again. Thank you for listening to this episode. It's been an honor and a privilege to spend time with you. I hope you found this of value. Please share it with family and friends. Above all else, with all you're getting, get understanding. May God bless you and keep you. And thank you again.